My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the Six Figure Podcast Rebels podcast. My guest today is Heather Kreider. Heather is the host of the Go Reflect Yourself podcast and show where she talks, where she shows you how you can get more out of your business, career, and life through neuroscience-backed solutions. She talks about many different topics such as mindset, mindfulness, neuroscience, stress, success, burnout, and mainly why people seem so damn, why making money seems so damn hard, but it's actually relatively simple if you understand how to approach it. So this is going to be a really interesting conversation today. Heather, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. My pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So I was digging a little bit into your background and I saw that you have you know, you're dealing with a lot of stuff, right? You have your show, you have your coaching business. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. That's um, that's a a very big question. <laughs> I'm I'm stuttering because now I'm like, okay, how much time do we have? This is a long, long answer. <laughs> so well, the let's short get the cliff notes for uh, the cliff I, notes version. You know, yeah, make it also interesting. But there we go. I really want to know a little bit more about you. Well, let, I'll try my best to give you the Cliff Notes version first, and we'll go from there. But I call myself a high performance neuro coach. And most people ask me, how, how did I get there? What does that really mean? And how did I get there? The short answer is life. Life got me there. Um, so I do a whole bunch of things, but I use neuroscience. I'm a certified neuro coach and I have other certifications, but more importantly, I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a mom of two. And we were talking about parenthood a a moment ago, and really I want to help make the world a better place. And I realize that's a giant, giant, you know, statement, but really starting with one thought and one mind at a time, and there's no better place to do that than inside of the professional world. So that's the short version, Jeff. How'd I do? You did wonderful. And (laughs) one of the things I think, you know, I think is interesting, uh, you know, about what you hit on is, you know, doing this in the business world in order to affect your personal life, right? You know, because the, uh, they really are so interconnected. You really cannot separate the two. Unless, of course, you watch Severance on Apple TV Plus, which is one of my favorite uh, TV shows of this year. And, you know, so not going to shout out for them. We're not, they're not paying anything for this. Right. But what's interesting about that is that, you know, it, it plays on an idea that you really cannot shut yourself off. Right. Where as much as you try, there's still going to be some remnant and, you know, it's going to happen. So the happier, the happier you can make yourself in the professional world, the happier your home life is going to be as well. And, you know, I love that when you are. So one of the interesting things about what you're doing is that you also have a show where you talk a lot about this, right? Where you, where you talk a lot about this subject. 
Um, how, how does that um, help you with your work of being, of being a better coach, of being a better mentor, and basically, you know, like increasing, uh, you know, increasing prospects in your business? Yeah, I think a lot of ways. And, and first, I want to circle back to something you said, because I think it's relevant in, in this part of the conversation. Our work is our life. We are one person. And so the people who think you can separate and have the so-called balance, that's an impossibility. We're one person. We have different parts of us. Yes, we have different obligations in each part. But at the end of the day, if you're really super fulfilled in your professional life, like you said, that's going to bleed into all areas of your life. So it's really important to understand what's going on in all areas of your life. It's really important to understand stress and how it affects you. It's important to understand yourself and have the self-awareness and how it affects you in all areas of your life, all relationships, your financial life, your your relationship with your children. And so to your question, that's really the reason I started the podcast in the first place was first a platform, a platform to be able just to have these conversations. Some experts, some of my episodes are just me on a random rant, kind of like right now, but it's really helped me one, connect to people and explain some of this who normally wouldn't be able to connect with me. I can't possibly be everywhere. And when people are looking and searching for things, that's how we can connect. The other way is when people do start working with me, either from the podcast or if someone recommends, then they can kind of get an understanding. They can learn a little bit more about the topics, a little bit more about my style and my flavor and how I might be able to help them. So it's it's a very encompassing tool. You know, what's interesting is that there are so many coaches out there right now, right? You know, it's like I get bombarded with them on Facebook ads and on Google ads all the freaking time, right? And what's what I find really funny is, you know, like when some 19-year-old is going to try to teach me how to make a million dollars type thing, or the course creators who are going to show you how to make a million dollars in Bitcoin. Oh, by the way, you need to pay me in US dollars, not in Bitcoin, by the way right? Because they don't want to lose their investment, right? So what happens is, you know, smart people really see through that, right? You know, they see through these, like, is this coach really going to help me? Or are they just all fluff? Or is this just a big sales job? What do you think is the, is one of the bigger problems with coaches today and how they are engaging and trying to help, uh, you know, help people in their fields? Where do you see that going? Mm. In terms of growth for the coach or in terms of the clients and recipients of what they're receiving? You know, I would say for both, you know, because look, if I'm going to put out a million dollar offer when I'm 18, right, um, maybe I'll get two or three people to bite on it. Maybe I won't. Right. But what happens is they're, they're trying to sell an outcome, right? They're mm -hmm. trying to sell an experience, mm -hmm. right? And you know, and not just a monetary, you know, exchange of value, you know, I buy this watch, for example, right? So I guess more of what I'm asking is, how do you feel that uh, coaches are 
are taking their, um, you know, what they have to offer and being able to, and being able to put it on the marketplace. I mean, because the reason why I'm asking is that on your show, you know, you talk with some of these people, right? You're, you're talking with them. Some of them more successful than others. Some of them are less successful than they lead on to be. And others are just, you know, through the moon, you know, much, uh, much more successful than both of us put together. So I guess what I'm, uh, I guess what I'm asking here more directly is how do you see coaches in terms of, uh, being able to attract the right clients and being able to talk to them, you know, so that is, uh, so that they can create these well-formed outcomes. Yeah. I think you really hit the nail on the head in outcome and experience. And, you know, let's just rewind 10 years ago. And I started in leadership coaching and I still had other businesses at the time when I was really looking at this new coaching world and really looking at, hey, I can share my expertise. I can share my experience and really help people. At that time, quite frankly, it was easier in some way because there were less noise in the marketplace, but it was harder because there were less things like this. Podcasts weren't as big of a deal. YouTube hadn't grown as much as it has now. So pros and cons to every situation, but people have gotten smarter about what problems they're trying to solve. The coaching world really took off in this bigger, grander, you know, Tony Robbins life coaching, or, you know, the old school Jim Rohn, just let's, let's look at success in life. And I come from, from those worlds. And for example, Zig Ziglar was one of my greatest heroes. And I was very, very fortunate to meet him when I was 18 years old. And I share that story often, but I think as people have gotten smarter, as the market has gotten easier for people to find information, it's really now connecting to exactly what you can solve to the people who really need it. Instead of people who are just buying things, wasting money on these what if outcomes. So from that perspective, I think the market's evolving in both sides of the fence to really help people who really need it the most. You know, it's interesting. The uh, term that came to mind as you were describing that are course junkies, right? The ones that buy these courses and it's just like, well, you know, the success doesn't come through by osmosis. You actually need to take action in order to make that happen. Right. And what I find is, you know, some people just go from course to course to course or from coach to coach to coach. And then when something doesn't work out for them, you know, they move on to the next one. And, you know, I get it, you know, like, you know, not every coach is paired for the, you know, for the right person at the right time. You know, there's got to be some vetting on both sides. Right. What are you doing now to help with your business? you know, to help scale it up and, you know, to bring in more qualified, uh, qualified people into your coaching business? Yeah, I I think that's a really great question. And I was one of those people too. And the, and I'm going to answer this in explaining that I've been there. I've, I call it the, the shelf help. You buy all these things and you stick it on your shelf and, you know, you hope something changes And so because I've done that, I've been there myself personally and professionally really looking at what's going to drive change for me. 
I can speak to that very, very clearly. And obviously also avoid those pitfalls for other people and in the future. So for me, um, I'm at the point now where scaling is, is my next, um, my next step. And so for me, it's a combination of the medium, the podcast, being able to continue getting in front of people, various things, YouTube, et cetera. And I've got a speaking arm also, but at this point for me now it's scaling. I've, I've got my systems. I've proven my systems. I've proven my results. And now it's continuing to target those people who need it the most. So it, it is a combination, but it's laser focusing on that audience. So what are some of the different ways that you've used your podcast to help monetize your business? Like, have you, have you gone into sponsorships? Have you gone into, uh, you know, getting, uh, you know, JV partners, things like that, or is it just uh, pure, uh, putting out that awesomeness and seeing what comes back to you, you know, on the flip? Yeah, no, at this point, um, that has not been in my, my current path or plan. The, the path and plan for me for the podcast is simply a medium to be able to communicate with the people who find me. So that next step for me is driving that traffic. Instead of me waiting for them to find me, now it's me pointing myself in front of them and really elevating that. I've got the momentum enough now and the systems enough now to be able to do that. So at this point, no, I have not done any sponsorship. I have not um, had any JV partners. Again, for me, it was kind of building this solid foundation across the board for the product first, and, and then now being able to ramp up with the scaling. That's amazing. You know what, uh, because what a lot of people do is, you know, like they start a podcast and I'll raise my hand and be the first one to tell you, right. That when I started my podcast, I did not have a plan, right. I just took it as, all right, I'm just going to try to talk to four people a month and see what happens. Right. And it wasn't, on, it wasn't even until I got like 20, 30, 40 episodes deep that I really started to realize like, oh, this is how I should be doing it. Right. And sometimes, you know, like you need that, right. Because, you know, everyone starts with zero followers. Everyone starts with this, you know, with this new, you know, with this new venture. And it just comes down to how, how much are you going to dog it? How much are you going to, are you going to keep on applying effort in order to make your craft better? You know, and now that I, uh, for example, in my case, now that I've done over 300 interviews, it's like, wow, you know, like the, it's really opened up, you know, like a whole new world because, it just allows us to talk to so many more interesting people. What would yeah. you say is the biggest success you've achieved with your podcast so far? Um, I would say it's probably tied for me. Um, and I'll be very transparent. I just published my 47th episode. So I don't have that many episodes and it's been a slow burn because it hasn't been a number one priority for me. Like I mentioned, my priority was my product in delivering the results for my clients. And the podcast was just an additional tool to be able to point people to and to communicate. So it has not been 100% of my focus. And like I mentioned, I just published the 47th episode. But in that relatively 
I don't want to say short period of time, but low volume, low numbers. Um, I've had two things. I've had um, the credibility from people who do then buy for me. So I, I instantly have more credibility and the conversion has gone up of the people who know me from the podcast, or at least have had some uh, connection with me because of the podcast. So it's been a combination of that. And I've had a few really great guests that also I've been exposed to their audience or the, the their followers. And that's been a really big deal for me. So I'm very, very proud of that. You know, what's amazing about, uh, about podcasting in general is that you really do have these amazing opportunities to grow your audience, whether it's through your own tribe and putting out those conversations that way, or when you become a podcast guest, you know, on someone else's, like they'll do some of that work for you. All you got to do is show up and make great content, great content. Right. And that just, it just makes a win-win for everybody. So that's one of the reasons why, why I love this medium so much. Yeah. Uh, Heather, uh, can you please uh, tell us where we can find you online? and how people can reach out to you directly? Yeah, my stuff's very simple. It's Heather J. Kreider, so C-R-I-D-E-R, so heatherjkreider.com. All my handles are Heather J. Kreider, and my podcast can be found on any place you get your podcast and on YouTube at Go Reflect Yourself. Amazing. Heather, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a very interesting conversation. I love nerding out on this, and it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.